0: This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode sixty-five. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about kind of a variety of notions and ideas, and maybe thoughts and feelings that kind of have been going floating around when I see people talking about floorball, or if they've specifically, if they've never heard of it, and are. Maybe coming across it for the first time, not really sure what it is, and also kind of confusing it in some small way with uh, floor hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, whichever you want to call it. And it's always been interesting to me when we look at anything that's new, anything that's different, uh, if we don't fully understand it, we immediately dismiss it as not having value. And it's been oddly surprising to me the more I've gotten into floorball the longer I've been doing this the more conversations I have the there's a, a rather large undertone against this sport uh, and again people just flat dismissing the sport as having value as uh, being something that could be or should be played in lieu of what's currently out there now there's floor hockey that's been played for 30 plus years it's uh, it's been there it is there Uh, most people dismiss that sport as just you know that's what you do in elementary school or in physical education classes but beyond that you know it's it's just something to do it's not it's not a real sport and then we transition that feeling over to floorball without fully understanding that that this sport uh while you may not agree with the name or like the name or you may say no that's that's floor hockey um it it it, it has its place and i think the biggest part is anybody that's you know dismissing the sport or saying anything negative about the sport they don't fully understand it, let alone have never played it. They think they've played it, um, or it's just not the type of sport that they're particularly are looking for. For some reason, I think a lot of people have a hard time uh, learning anything new, trying anything new, being okay with change, and maybe even realizing that the things that they have been been doing for a long time are no longer uh, as valuable or um Important or whatever, as they used to be, and so being able to change some of those feelings and those directions um, takes time it takes a willingness to be open to those things and I think a lot of people are, but it's it always i mean you 're always going to have naysayers you 're always going to have people that don 't quite understand what it is that 's going on, and frankly that 's okay uh, because I think. The more and more people kind of look into this sport, I think it's going to start to click because in my conversations with everybody, it's that's what it that's what's happened is trying to get them to understand that floorball in and of itself is a great sport. Yeah, it may not be hockey, for instance, and maybe if you're really into hockey or that type of sport or you're looking for a lot of physical contact, this sport may or may not uh, appeal to you, but I think on the broader spectrum of things, we're going to, and I think we already see that uh, we see more people in the long term shifting away from some from, from participating in uh, contact or heavy contact sport. Uh, for a number of different reasons, and it could just be people aren't aren't as interested in it anymore. Um, you know, just the change in tastes and what people want and what they're looking for, or looking to get out of their their competition or physical activity or things like that, is changing. And I think it's really important that the sports world ensure, or if they you know, want to stay continue to stay relevant, that they pay attention to those things and they make those changes. Um, again you're going to have those people that are, are are you know tried and true and how it used to be in the past is the best way and therefore we're ruining this sport by changing these rules and change again I mean to each his own I think is a is a bigger part of that because I think that over time we evolve, we change what we found entertaining isn't entertaining anymore, and and the things that we did aren't, you know, it's going to change, and I think we have to make sure that we're adapting to that. Working in campus recreation, I can tell you firmly, based on what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing from colleagues, is that sports in general on the recreational level at the older ages is suffering. And it's the tried and true methods just aren't the same anymore. We're not bringing out the same number of, of participants to some of these events and that's concerning on a number of different levels. But, and I think there's a, a variety of reasons for that, but I think it takes, it makes everybody kind of stop and pause to say, what are we doing now that's working and what's not working? You know, I ran a five on five basketball league that traditionally, and again, we're, I'm gonna, I work at a smaller school. If I get 10, eight to 10 teams, I'm through the moon. That's, that's wonderful. Um, depending on the sport we can we can hit that no problem but right now we've we had an increase in enrollment but I'm not necessarily seeing an increase in participation across the board for that and we are we market heavily we try to really be um, out there and available for students uh, to get them aware of what we're doing but the league play doesn't necessarily seem to be working so what we've done is we've shifted to offering a variety of different opportunities to compete and to play sports and to do different things, but we do it over one or two days instead of a, a four to six week, eight week uh, season. And I have found that sports like floorball and pickleball and badminton, uh, ten- tennis, tend to be more um, engaging overall for participants. Because, again, they're quick, they're fast, they get in and out, and then they're done. Um, And I think because a lot of people don't grow up playing those sports, there's kind of that evil, even keel on, uh, for most people anyway, on skill level. So kind of everybody more or less is about the same same level of play. So it's still competitive without people feeling like they're just going to constantly get dominated. Um, I also find, too, that a lot of the sports, depending on what they are, just bring out just a little over-competitive nature for a lot of people, which can kind of turn people off if they're just kind of interested in playing the sport. But, you know, they're not really too serious about it. They want to have fun. Um, And if you're overly aggressive like basketball can definitely be soccer can definitely be uh those kinds of things i think we're seeing less engagement for that because people just don't want to be around that in in the same way as they used to so you know i think things are changing and the more we can understand that and and build that it's going to make a bigger impact in the long term so i think that as we evolve and we keep up with it we're going to see more and more people kind of Again, finding what it is that they're, they're looking at. Um, we're going to start competing with different things such as eSports. Uh, we're going to be competing with uh, just people not interested in playing sports in the same way. And so I think that any way we can get people active and moving with whatever sport that they can play is, is important. And frankly, I, I always kind of come back to if you know anybody that wants to dismiss floorball and say it's not a sport, it's not fun, oh, this and that. Well, one, that's not true at all because it clearly has every ingredient to make it a powerhouse as far as a sport and entertainment. But when we look at where it is in general is why can't we just go back to building... A recreation based where people just go to have fun it doesn't necessarily have to be we got to develop travel teams we got to travel the country and we got to go international and we got to do all this other stuff why can't we just focus on developing sports developing opportunities for people to have fun to learn to become just better human beings without adding a lot of the other stuff that has kind of fallen into place on it And I think when you look at the current structure, I've talked about this a lot, when you look at the current structure of sports and youth development in particular, we're kicking out a lot more kids to the curb that want to continue to play sports, that want to be competitive, they want to have fun, but they can't because one, there's no opportunities for it. It's too expensive. Or frankly, they're just dropped out because at the club or whatever's available, isn't interested because they're they're focused on making money and they're focused on you know the illusion that if you go through this program you're going to get to the next level and that next level is going to get you to the next and so on and so on and so on and so on and I think we leave we're leaving out a huge market of people that I think are looking for something like floorball and I think the more that people are tuned into that to, to ensure that it's a fun Recreation-based uh, model to start with, everything else will all, overall fall into place. And you know, I'm seeing that in the programs that I develop. Uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing that in some other areas in particular. And again, everyone's got some different approaches to kind of work through that. And I think that it's important that we not compare the sport to hockey, that we to so much, and we not compare it to floorball. Yes, the two they're all similar. Floor hockey, floor balls, floor hockey, soccer, and all these other stuff. They are similar, sure. But in the end, there are some differences. And I think recognizing what those differences are, owning the value that they have, and just being okay with that, and letting the market decide... Um, It'll figure itself out. I'm very much a, a, the market will decide. People will choose with their time and their dollars what they want to do. And I think that scares some people because I firmly believe that this sport is going to start taking away from other sports. And, you know, they definitely don't want that. But the market is still big enough of people that are looking for something to do. And if we structure it in the, the right way, we'll be able to meet those needs accordingly. So... Again, it's a kind of an uh, interesting conversation to continue to have. Uh, you know, I try to avoid anything that's going to argue with... I'm not here to argue with anybody. I think if, if you think that floorball is valuable, great. You're going to be all, all, on, all in on it. If you don't, you're not. And frankly, I'm okay with that. I, I, there's sports that I don't care for. Um, but they're there, and, and if people are engaged in them great, good for them. And and the more opportunities, the better. And I think that that's the focus we need to have is let's see more opportunities because there are so many people not playing sports that want to, could, or should be playing sports. And we need to build that up accordingly. So if you're looking for more for if you're looking for more information about floorball, check out my website www.floorballguru.com. Reach out to me through social media. Uh, I've got videos on on my YouTube channel. Everything through Floorball Guru. And anything I can do to help you, I really want to make sure I can and provide more value to what you're doing out there uh, to get started or to start in the first place. So, more importantly, above anything, have fun with it and keep floorballing.